Hi, this is Chris. And this is Almy. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Almy is a Scorpio. Today is Saturday, April 9th, and this is for the week of April 9th through the 15th. This is a full moon week. There's going to be a full moon next Saturday, April 16th, and it will be exact at 11.55 a.m. Pacific time on the 16th. Mm. This full moon in April is called the Pink Moon, Mm. and it is named after the pink phlox flowers that bloom in North America in the early spring. And that's a week from today? It's a week from today, yeah. So... The energy level out there is amping up, and all this week could be downright hyper as we are moving towards this full moon. And this full moon will be in the sign of Libra, and Will Smith is a Libra. Mm. And this full moon could very well shed some lights on uh, even more detail on what happened the night of the Oscars and what, what led to that particular Event So I very much expect to hear a lot more detail around that on the days April 14th, 15th, and 16th. Around the time of this particular full moon, I expect more details to come to light about that. Yeah, I just real quick, two weeks ago when you said that we are... And uh, when we are going to expect probably a memorable Oscar show, you were right on the money with that. I always think that that's so interesting about astrology, how you don't really use it to predict stuff, but you can kind of use it to take a temperature of where we are in the world and where people are. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, we do the show every week. We skipped last week. Sorry, we were out of town. But we do the show every Saturday. And so when you said tomorrow I think we'll have a memorable Oscars night, I mean, did you ever call it? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of potential. I knew there was going to be a lot of high energy that night, a lot of particularly, you know, potentially explosive energy. I didn't think it would come out in that way. Yeah. But again, it was just the climate. It was like, you know, there could be a lot of memorable speeches here just because Mercury is changing signs that day. Uh, the moon and, and Mars, both in Aquarius, that can be explosive energy. Uh, it's always a surprise when things like that happen. <laughs> but, um, yeah. but it definitely seemed like it was going to be one of those nights where there was going to be some, you know, extra fireworks. And according to the Oscars, you know, we don't talk about Bruno or whatever. What movie is that from? Encanto. Encanto, thank you. We don't talk about Bruno. And oftentimes in polite society, we don't talk about anger. But, Mm. you know, all of us deal with anger from time to time. And some of us deal with anger all the time. Mm. And what better time of the year to talk about anger than during Aries season? Aries is all about that kind of stuff. Anger, violence, aggression. It's ruled by the planet Mars. And it's not necessarily about being polite. It's not about putting other people before you. It is Cobra Kai. And Will Smith is a producer on what I think is currently the best TV show on TV, Cobra Kai. And I'm not sure how involved he is as a producer, but clearly he is familiar with Cobra Kai's motto, strike first, strike hard, no mercy. Oh, God. Because (laughs) the night of the Oscars, did Will Smith strike first? Yes. Yes. Did he strike hard? Yes, yeah. I think it was pretty hard. Yeah, it was loud. It was loud. It was loud. And did he show mercy? No, no, he did not. At least not on Oscars night. He did not show mercy. No. And somewhere in the valley, Cobra Kai's sensei, John Kreese, Sensei Kreese, was watching the Oscars, smoking a cigar, mm-hmm. and snickering to himself with approval. Um, obviously, we also had happened. I'm not going to chime in any more on that than I already have because I think we already know how we feel about it and what our response is to it. 
and um, don't need to hear me give my personal thing other than my, my silly take on things. But what I am interested in, in astrology, one of the things I use it is to try to keep my moods in balance or at least be aware of when I might have an off day where I might not be feeling like I'm firing on all cylinders, when I might be a little upset or, or angry or, or irritable, mm-hmm. and try to be aware of that so that I don't act out, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I don't know what it's like to be Will Smith, obviously, but I did, of course, have to go look at his chart. Mm. And I had to see what his chart was doing compared to where the planets were the night of the Oscars. And he seemed to be in a fairly vulnerable place that night. He didn't look comfortable for most of the night when they would show him in the audience. And first thing I'm going to look at in that case is what's going on with his moon. Because the moon is our emotions. And it's our feelings. And it's the feelings that we don't particularly care to share with the world. We don't want necessarily everyone to know all the time what we really feel about something. And Will Smith has a Scorpio moon. Oh, right. So regardless of how he might present himself to the world, uh, he has a Scorpio moon. So at his core, I would say he is incredibly private. Yeah. Just incredibly private. Uh, Scorpio likes to have control of things, doesn't like people to know stuff about them that they don't want getting out there, and they sure as heck don't like being talked about on a large stage and, and having certain things. Again, I'm not even sure what we're talking about with what, what happened. Like Chris Rock said, I'm still processing. I really don't yeah. know. But um, if I'm looking at his moon, so first of all, the moon, anytime the moon is in Scorpio too, that's not necessarily the best placement for the moon. Um, it doesn't necessarily thrive there. And his moon specifically is at 21 degrees Scorpio. So it's another thing I look at. I try to match up the degrees because uh, planets are either at anywhere between zero and 29 degrees. So when Will Smith was born, uh, the moon was at 21 degrees Scorpio. The night of the Oscars, uh, both Venus and Saturn were at 21 degrees Aquarius. So that's an exact square. So Will Smith's moon had a perfect square with Venus. And Venus, of course, is that planet of beauty, love, art, creativity, that easygoing energy. But Will Smith's moon and Venus were at odds, so to speak. There's a lot of friction there. And then also Saturn, the planet Saturn, which is no, not particularly any fun. Saturn is the planet of limitations. It's the planet of having to face the truth about things. Uh, you can't BS Saturn. So if there's certain things in your life that you haven't been dealing with, they've been getting out of hand, uh, anytime you bump up against Saturn, that can be the time when you are all of a sudden like you don't have any other options. You just mm-hmm. have to confront something. Okay. And Saturn was also at 21 degrees Aquarius that night. So that's a perfect square between uh, Will Smith's moon and Saturn. Mm. And whether you're Will Smith, whether you're anyone, when your moon has a perfect square with Saturn, that particular day, I don't think you're going to be in the best of moods. Yeah, you're just yes. not. You're, you're, you're going to be taking things quite seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturn does not have a sense of humor. It yeah. does not see the lightness of things. It's like it sees more uh, harsh reality, if anything. So that was one thing I was looking at, was that Will Smith's moon, and when I say moon, that also means your mood, was not feeling it uh, that night, that's for sure. Yeah. Another thing I looked at was Chiron. Chiron is that asteroid. All of us have Chiron somewhere in our chart. Chiron is what they call the wounded healer. It's the part of us that where we don't, don't necessarily heal mm-hmm. from that particular aspect. We all have areas of our life that we excel at. We all have areas of life that just, for whatever reason, 
we just don't have mastery over and we just kind of feel like, I don't know if I'm ever, ever going to have mastery over this area. Certain things, you know, we just kind of have to let go. Just yeah. be like, well, maybe I can hire someone to help me do this particular thing, whatever that might be. But Will Smith's Chiron is in Aries and it's at zero degrees Aries. And zero degrees is an interesting degree. Uh, zero degrees and 29 degrees. Anytime a planet is at zero or 29, it means that it's either just entered that sign or it's about to leave that sign. And it can be a little extra potent. So Will Smith's Chiron is in Aries. And Mercury was changing signs the night of the Oscars. Mercury was leaving Pisces and entering Aries. It entered Aries earlier in the day. So I think by the time of Oscars evening... Aries was, I'm sorry, Mercury was at one degree Aries. So it's not a perfect conjunction, but it's pretty close because Will Smith's Chiron is at zero degrees Aries. Yeah. So what I'm getting at is that when Mercury and Chiron form a conjunction, that's when they meet up in the exact same sign at the exact same degree, uh, that can deal with Mercury is the planet of communication. Chiron is the planet of wounds. So it could be about acting out wounds, um, like either unconscious wounds or, or something that happened to you early in life that all of a sudden is triggered. And now you're maybe acting out something that's not really there in this present moment, but something inside of you um, has been um, upset. And we can heal through our wounds, of course, but usually with Chiron, you have to have this kind of bottoming out before you can move forward. It has to be this acknowledgement that like, hey, I have this part of my life that I just can't... Um, sort out or I just don't feel like I have any control over I just uh, I don't know what the heck's going on here and again all of us have this somewhere in our chart where certain things we're just going to always be dealing with and I think for all of us we kind of know what our vulnerable points are but with that Mercury uh, Chiron conjunction you know it's a lot of frustration around communicating you can just have all these emotions and just have no idea about how to articulate them and my Chiron for example is at 27 degrees Aries and actually, today, Mercury is at 27 degrees Aries. Oh. So technically, today, as we are recording this podcast, I am having this exact same Chiron-Mercury conjunction that Will Smith would have been experiencing Oscar night. Um, you seem fine. You I, seem like you're in a great mood. Though. I try. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little crabby. It's incredibly hot in L.A. Uh, today. <laughs> it <laughs> it is. Been for it's very while. hot in this closet where we're recording. <laughs> it's hot in the I'm closet. be honest. Yeah. Um, but we'll see how I do today. You know, right? Like, you can't pass judgment on people. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But... Um, I don't know. Those are a couple of things I was looking at that, that popped out at me from Oscar. And I would say that Will Smith, his, his moon was not in a good place. His Chiron, definitely not in a good place. And again, I can't excuse that kind of behavior. But again, I don't know what people are going through. And, and always on the higher level, the humanity, humankind level, I always wish the best for people. And I do hope that um, something positive can come out of this uh, eventually. And again, just wishing everyone the best, everyone who's involved and everyone just, you know, I don't know. Anyway. Well said. Uh, like I said, I think when you look at astrology in terms of a practical tool to take the temperature of where we are and where other people are, I think that's when astrology is really interesting. Yeah. Because, again, it's not about predicting the future. It's not about some sort of mysticism that is untethered to anything. I think it's a fair thing to say, look, if we're really going to talk about astrology, let's really talk about astrology. Let's, like, really get into it. Let's look at the stuff that's beyond surface that a lot of people don't know about. And in doing so, I really do think you can get an interesting um, report. Yeah. Mm, excuse me. Report of where um, someone could be. 
And that's why I agree with your statement about how you use astrology as sort of a tool to determine your own moods. And, okay, yeah. what might I be up for today? What is better if I save it for another day? Yeah, exactly. Like, And, again, everyone's kind of got their own way of getting through life. And astrology, again, I just look at it as another influence or a tool. I don't live my life 100% through it. No. But, like, today the moon is in Cancer. And I know when the moon's in Cancer, I can be a little crabby. I can be a little... I just don't feel... You're not crabby at all today. Like, you are oh, well... an utter delight today. It's very funny that you keep, I don't know, sort of warning me of it. I feel like I've been crabby. Hmm. Um, cancer is the crab. I didn't sleep well. It was hot, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's been hot. Temperature, of we, course, is always an influence digits. on our moods. We had a mini heat wave in L.A. If you're not in L.A., literally triple digits these past couple of days where we are, and... For me, I joke that maybe astrology can determine my mood, but the biggest thing is the temperature of the outdoors. If it is hot outside, yeah, I don't bets care are where my mood yeah. is that day. Like, matter. I'm miserable. So not matter. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I think that goes to say we're all human. Yeah. We're all doing the best we can. Definitely. Definitely. And again, it is a stressful time. We are going through this major, major yeah. collective uh, change. Yeah. Um, the past two years have been incredibly difficult. There's a war going on right now. We're still not sure what the status of the pandemic is. We want to say that it looks like it's winding down, knock on wood, but that's really only where we are. In other countries, it is in no way winding down. So it's going to be hard for everyone to get on the same page. And I think we're all trying. And I think the best we can do, and this is something I always need to do, is continue to practice patience. And I came up with a new mantra last night when I woke up unable to fall back asleep and that was I am a work in progress mm. and I just need to remind myself of that and we all are and that's great it doesn't mean that we're not good you can be fantastic and still be a work in progress because there's nothing bad about being a work in progress and I don't know that's kind of where I am I, I tend to get philosophical sometimes because I just think what you bring to the table astrology-wise is so interesting and so above and beyond at least what I ever thought astrology was. Oh, well, thank you for that. And um, I'm glad I could be a, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. You're Very welcome. sweet. But uh, this is as good a time as any to transition to the Ask a Scorpio segment oh. of our shows. We were just talking about Scorpio energy just now. As I mentioned at the top, Almy is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. Yeah. And every week, I like to ask Almy a question to get her Scorpio take on life. Now, Almy, you and I actually have quite a bit of television to catch <laughs> up on. My, my day job is I do taxes, and I've been a little busy lately. And uh, we have all these TV shows that we are looking to catch up on. One of those shows that Almy loves is called Severance, and it's on Apple TV. Mm -hmm. Almy, as a Scorpio, yeah. what do you like most about the show Severance? I like the surrealism of the show. So for those of you who aren't familiar, Severance... Like you said, it's on Apple TV. The finale was last night. We haven't watched it yet. So as of this recording, I'm almost completely caught up. And it stars Adam Scott and John Turturro is in it. Christopher Walken is in it. And it's a very interesting show. The whole premise is that you can sever memories. Specifically, these office workers have their brains or their minds, memories, whatever, severed so that no one knows what their job is. So basically, they come in to do their work. And that's when something in their brains is activated. And then they go home for the day. But from the point of view of them in the office, they never go home. They just wake up sort of back in the elevator. Um, of course, in real life, they do go home. They have no idea what they did that day. And then they go back to work the next day with no idea. So it's sort of like there's the two sides of it. There's the one of you who's stuck 
it basically it feels like you're stuck in perpetuity in the office. There's no windows, there's no sunlight. You just have this entire life where you work in an office. And then there's the other side of you where you're living a normal life, but every day for, you know, eight hours or whatever, you've no idea what you're doing. And so there's, of course, a lot of surrealism that comes with a show with that premise, which I really enjoy. The weirder the stuff, the better. I think that's a pretty good Scorpio motto when it comes to entertainment. I like exploring deep philosophical concepts like that. And it's a show that has my attention. It's not a perfect show by any means. There are some things that, I don't know, sort of fall a little short compared to the fantastic premise. But for the most part... I think it's a very thought-provoking show, a very interesting show, and I've really been enjoying it. So hopefully the finale lives up to my expectations. Yeah, I've been enjoying it too. I'm not quite sure what I'm watching, but I do like, you know, David Lynch stuff. I like Mm -hmm. Twin Peaks. I I like shows that do challenge you and don't necessarily make sense, and I don't know if they're supposed to make sense, but it's an interesting one for sure. Yeah, it's definitely a, a unique show. Yeah. Um, thank you, Almy, for sharing your Scorpio mm-hmm. perspective once again. Thank you. Okay. So um, let's take a look at what's going on this week. And actually, um, I mentioned the full moon already, but there's there's all kinds of stuff happening this week. So if you're feeling a little jumpy this week, a little out of sorts, a little like I'm having trouble finding the rhythm of things, yeah, I'd say you're right on track because mm. there is a lot of stuff jumping around. Now, as I mentioned already, the moon right now is currently in Cancer. Today, Saturday. Later this evening, the moon will go into Leo. Mm. And so there might be kind of some uh, party vibes this weekend. The Leo moon does like to party. It likes to get out there and be awesome and show the world how amazing it can be. So Saturday and Sunday, you hopefully might feel a little more awesome yourself and want to get out there and strut your stuff. Hopefully, you'll be feeling a little bit of this Leo moon. And again, the sun is currently in Aries. So you have Aries sun, you got the Leo moon. There is going to be a lot of fire energy out there. A lot of people, uh, what do you call that? Pumping your chest or pounding your chest or pounding. Yeah, just a lot of personality and vibes and look at me and all that fun stuff. So uh, if you're into that, this is that's the energy for you. Uh, If you don't like that kind of energy, you might want to stay home. But uh, everyone out there should be acting a bit more, uh, a little louder and a little prouder, perhaps. Now Mercury is going to change signs on Sunday. So the last time Mercury changed signs was March 27th, the night of the Oscars. It changed from Mm. Pisces to Aries. And uh, Mercury had a fairly short stay in Aries. It's already out of there. It's moving into Taurus. So Mercury will be at zero degrees Taurus on Sunday, April 10th. And for whatever reason, I was looking at Alec Baldwin's chart the other night. Of course. And I saw that... Mr. Aries. He's in Aries, correct. Yep. Alec Baldwin is in Aries. His Mercury is in Taurus. And his Mercury is at zero degrees Taurus. So that is going to be Sunday. So I was wondering if there might be further announcements related to uh, what happened on on the Rust movie set that we might hear about either Sunday, April 10th or Monday, April 11th. That's just one little prediction. But in general, Mercury, when it's in Taurus, it's going to be quieter. Uh, Mercury has been in Aries. And as we've kind of seen demonstrated, when Mercury is in Aries, you are not going to mince words. You might not even use words. You might use your fist. You might use your your hand. Um, But Mercury going into Taurus, if anything, Mercury is just going to go quiet. I mean, Taurus does have that side to it that just doesn't talk you know Taurus is quieter it's going to be more cautious about choosing its words it's not necessarily going to lead with words Uh, I think Taurus generally 
is more patient energy. And like any sign, if you know, if you get on their nerves, you push them too far, they can, you know, get a little upset. But I think Mercury going into Taurus again is going to be hopefully things slowing down a little bit and again choosing to think more about our words and our actions before before we act on things. Um, also on Sunday, we have Mercury forming a square with Pluto, and that's kind of heavy energy. Uh, again, Mercury, planet of communication, currently in Aries. Pluto is in Capricorn, and Pluto is that that sign of just kind of just absence. There's, there's no real heart, per se, to be found with Pluto. And I would say, like, and I, you know, like the Oscars, you know, when you walk on stage and smack someone, I'd say that's a Pluto moment. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I mean, that's like, I yeah. thought, that's what I was thinking when I saw that. It was just, it was just Pluto because it was just, it was just absent of any heart. Yeah. In that no, moment. I'm sorry I'm laughing. I just still can't get over it. Yeah. I still cannot get over what a weird moment that was and how awkward it was and how the rest of the night was awkward. And, you know, my day job, I do a lot of um, entertainment celebrity reporting Mm -hmm. and news and that sort of thing. So this has been like a huge topic of conversation in what I do. And I just still, still cannot get over it. Yeah. There's still, there's a a lot to process and there will be for for a while, for a long time. Talk about surreal. I mean, just so bizarre. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm still not over it. But uh, with the Mercury-Pluto square on Sunday, with that kind of stuff, just... Try to avoid arguments if you can, you know, because <laughs> yeah. you, you might be wanting to get into it with people and they might just push back on you just as much or more. So it might be a day just to be like, eh, we're just going to let this rest. Remind me, what day is this? Uh, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. As in tomorrow? As in tomorrow, okay. April 10th. Okay, cool. I will file that away in my brain and hopefully remember that. Yeah. yeah. And then April 11th, the moon will be in Leo still. And uh, this Leo moon should fare a little bit better than it has in other months uh, because of the Aries sun. It's going to get along with the fire stuff. So that should be uh, better. But um, Tuesday now, we have some conflicting energy. We have some very potentially positive energy and then some also potentially heavy energy. The first one is that Jupiter is going to form a conjunction with Neptune. Both Jupiter and Neptune are in Pisces, so they're going to be both be in the same sign, Pisces. They're both going to be at the same degree of Pisces. That doesn't happen all too often because both Jupiter and Neptune are quite slow-moving planets. So for them to line up perfectly like that in the sky, again, it's a rare, rare-ish, rare-ish event. It happens, but it's not all the time. But uh, Jupiter is the planet of expansion. Neptune is the planet of dreams, creativity. So when those two get together, you could really have some breakthrough ideas, some really big, like, especially if you've been stalled on a writing project or something, this could be the day where you're like, oh, I I have that idea to move forward. Uh, If you're fortunate, this, the ideas might be just streaming in and it's almost to a point where you're just trying to catch them or write them all down. Like, oh, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Because Jupiter is the planet of yes (laughs) and Neptune is the planet of Hey, why not? <laughs> so those two are going to be forming a conjunction in Pisces, so watch for that. There might also be, in, in terms of like tackling practical, logical things that day, that, that part might make it a little tricky. Uh, but I'd say more for like dreamy, creative stuff. If you want to play hooky from life for a day, go to a museum, go to a movie theater, whatever it is you do, um, <laughs> that might be a good day for that. But at the same time on Tuesday, the sun is going to sextile Saturn. And so the sun... And Saturn, when they get together like that, we might be feeling a little heavy. We might be feeling incredible responsibility for things. We might be reflecting on things that happened in the past that maybe we wish that we had uh, done better or, or we'd, if we 
wish we'd handled better at the time, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Saturn is the taskmaster, so if it is uh, forming a sextile with the sun, then you might also be kind of driven to to work. You might uh, Saturn has a very strong work ethic, so if there's difficult things you've been wanting to tackle in your life, whether it be a job or just like you have like some doctor appointment, you've been trying to build up the uh, courage to go do that. Might be the day. You're like, all right, I can finally do this. Um, so Tuesday is going to be an interesting day. This is a, that's I'm not quite sure what's going to be happening there. And the moon will be in Virgo on Tuesday, so we should all be a bit more chatty as well. And uh, Virgo moon is, of course, very, very active energy. So we would probably be interacting with quite a few people, I would say, Tuesday into Wednesday. Uh, just a flurry of activity, potentially. And then Thursday, April uh, 14th, Mars is going to change signs. Mars has been in Aquarius, and it will be entering Pisces. I know our friend Laura is excited about that. Mm -hmm. She has Mars in Pisces. And I th expect things to maybe, it's a tricky, this is another thing, like Mars going into Pisces is technically slower energy, but again, it's a full moon week. We're still in Aries. So that energy is going to be a little hyper. So there's going to be a lot of like, just stop, go, stop, go kind of a vibe this week from what I'm seeing here. Okay. But um, Mars in Pisces, again, Mars, the planet of aggression, Pisces, the sign of not non-aggression i would say so pisces is usually a little more um, passive a little more uh, thoughtful it uh, works with intuition more than physical actions and that kind of thing so mm -hmm. mars can feel a bit uncomfortable when it's in pisces however if you have mars in pisces you might be feeling fantastic because now your mars is getting this extra boost so you might all of a sudden have a burst of energy or if you have mars in a water sign in general if you have mars in scorpio if you have mars in cancer uh, with Mars going into Pisces, you might uh, enjoy this energy uh, either way. And again, Mars intensifies whatever it, it comes up against. So again, when we talk about Pisces, we're talking about dreaminess, creativity, illusion, escapism. So Mars is going to bring some extra attention to that. Mm. Uh, Friday, the moon will be in Libra. And as I mentioned, Saturday, we're going to have that full moon in Libra. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what this full moon brings. But usually things come to the surface during a full moon. So uh, I'd be looking again, as always, for some sort of big announcements uh, in that regard towards the end of the week. And uh, we're, we're going to get to the end of the week. Again, I'm not quite sure <laughs> what the route is that we're going to take because there's just a lot of uh, conflicting energy out there right now. But uh, ride the wave, enjoy the good times, try to minimize the bad times. And uh, thanks as always for listening. We love you. And I think Elmy's going to take us out with some breaths. That's right. Take a moment now to get comfortable, whatever that means for you. If it's sitting down, lying down, just take a moment to get in a comfy spot. And if you would like to close your eyes, you can do so now. Together, let's take a very slow, deep breath in and a slow, deep breath out. One more deep breath in, deep breath out. Last one, deep breath in, and deep breath out. And release any tension that you may be carrying in your body I carry tension in my jaw, my shoulders, my forehead. Just kind of ah, let that all drop, shake it out. As always, we thank you so much for your support. We thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon.